Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Podcast Demastered. I'm Chelsea, and I'm here with Wade as always. And we're back talking about more X-Men. More X-Men. Yes, and plenty more down the road as well. But we're in this kick of X-Men right now, celebrating, continuing the celebration kind of by talking about this, this Krakoan era but also because this year is the 60th anniversary of the X-Men. And this time we're talking about the first big crossover event, Ten of Swords. Our last episode, we talked more about like leading up to this and everything. So you guys can go ahead and listen to that. We talked a lot. We had a lot of fun talking. I definitely think we missed a lot of things. I mean, it's just, oh, there's so many stories, sure. so much the, to cover. Yeah, we, there's so much there. Like we would be at it for eight hours before, yes. <laughs> you know, if we needed to cover every character and every story, there's a lot. Mm-hmm. that goes on but now we're hitting this first event we can kind of dive into some of the details uh and the like, the important stuff that mattered for this event specifically yes so reading this i will say i'm kind of glad that i didn't read this when it came out because i love like not having to wait and just like immediately yeah. going to issue after issue yeah. but i guess it's also because i also like binging shows as well so it's also <laughs> the thing of <laughs> No, it, I when this was coming out, like <laughs> yeah. there would be like two issues of this event, kind of like a week, I think it was, mm-hmm. um, and it was just like, <laughs> like every week I was like, oh my gosh, like just <laughs> come on, <laughs> give me more. <laughs> yeah, but okay, this this whole event thing was insane. Like this is so strange, so out there, but it also fits like so many of the characters involved in this and. You kind of see like some stuff like coming to the surface like before this big crossover events because you had the stuff with like mainly in Excalibur and stuff and dealing with like Otherworld and the ongoings there and then you learn about uh, Saturnine for sure that woman yeah that like woman. <laughs> you really need to follow Excalibur like in order to really understand what's happening in Ten of Swords mm-hmm. because that's where like the prelude is that's like all of the characters that were in the Excalibur book are like the main characters to the event um and a lot in a lot of the just like the lore and the details like with Otherworld and Saturnine specifically like if you don't really know who they are like it'll help you catch up because mm-hmm. like I got through this event just fine at the time but I've since gone back and like kind of learned a little bit more. But it definitely helps a lot. Yeah. And it's like, she's such a big part of it. But then you also have to like understand, which I think like this whole like Ten of Swords does a good job of explaining a lot of the background you need to know with like Apocalypse and like his life, like thousands and thousands of years ago, like who his wife was and his children and how they play such a huge part in this event. Yeah, well, and this is a bit of a retcon for him, too, Mm. because with this event, you learn that he not only has he been on Earth for like ever, (laughs) (laughs) but he's existed for forever before he came to Earth via a whole different place. Like he has a a millennia of of history going back before he ever touched Earth, um, which is just that's crazy. Mm-hmm. And how specifically, like, his past and everything correlates so much with Krakoa, the islands that all the mutants are now living on, and how mm-hmm. Krakoa is only half. Only half, right. Yes. And then you find out this very strange thing. Is it like Araco? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's Araco. Araco. And how that's like the other half of the island, and how that half got like cut in half by like a magical sword and then transported to a portal into another world for sure with his family and everything for sure. so 
all his <laughs> children, children, his wife, they were all gone, but and he stayed on the other end for reasons. For reasons. Well, it's actually because he was the weakest, right? Like his like Genesis, his wife felt you were just not strong enough to like <laughs> to go do this battle with us. So what you need to do is you stay here and you like you raise the mutants here so that they're strong enough for when mm. like you can come and save us, basically. Yeah. And it's and that was because out of the two, he was the weaker one. Mm-hmm. Which is, uh, you know, for being apocalypse, that's 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 something. something. Yeah, <laughs> that's something. His wife, ooh, wow, Genesis, yeah. she's woo. Yeah, she's something else. But like this whole event starts with, I mean, yeah, it's this story, and then I feel like the setup is so confusing because like it's all these big stakes, and then everything that happens is so ridiculous until the ending. And it's just really crazy. So, like, the beginning part, so we've already talked a little bit about Apocalypse and his family, like, living in Iraqo. Like, I mean, his family has been kind of thriving and killing and taking over and raising generations. They've been, been fighting, with... like, a, a war, a singular war this the entire time. Like, not even thousands of years. Like, for a very long time. Yeah. And I think they they finally win that fight. They finally mm-hmm. win that war. And they um, are like, okay, let's go get more. Let's go take over Otherworld. <laughs> yeah. And then if we take over Otherworld, now we can get to Earth and we'll take over Earth. And then definitely we'll get Krakoa back. Mm-hmm. Then you have like Excalibur who's been there for a bit, like in all of their issues. And then really like, hold up, what? You want Krakoa? No, no, no. You can't have Krakoa. You cannot have Earth. And then... Saturnine finally decides to be like, oh, let's have a little fun game. (laughs) She's like, I could just tell everybody no, but let's play a game. Why not? Let's have some fun. Yeah, because I have a big goal in mind that I hope will happen. And we'll just play this (laughs) game on the side. (laughs) She's just being selfish and she wants Um, somebody. (laughs) Somebody to love. (laughs) Somebody. (laughs) Yeah, a body. Again, she's. Mm -hmm. She's the queen of the omniverse, you know. Yeah. Essentially. <laughs> but no, she wants this one particular person. Yep. So she's come up with some stupid elaborate tournament to um like not even win him over, like No, it's just, just take him. <laughs> it's like to kind of appease everybody else that's angry about wanting to take over the world and she's like, but mm-hmm. you know, we're gonna like, I'll give you a chance, yeah. but yeah i'll get something out of this too yeah you know that's what she hopes will happen Mm -hmm. she's mm -hmm. so so they're they all they're fighting each other she puts a stop to it now i love what she does where she like freezes time Mm -hmm. and she kind of appears on the battleground because i i love the fact that they're all fighting and it's not even like there's not a lot of like x-men fighting it's like it's such a small group that just kind of volunteered to go with um apocalypse but when they get there and apocalypse runs into his children who are you know his original um heralds so death Mm -hmm. pestilence famine and war they see him and they're like oh dad we missed you so much have a (laughs) have a sword through your belly (laughs) um and then of course the (laughs) x-men they panic because now he's because his apocalypse is absolutely dying and so so big huge bloody fight starts and like above the like way above the battleground you have saturnine's just floating castle Mm -hmm. um and they're just kind of watching we're like well that looks fun look at them do their thing and like everybody's screaming and dying and like 
why isn't she helping us? <laughs> and so, and, and then Polaris, like, <laughs> she reaches up and she, you know, Pol- if you don't know Polaris, Polaris is the daughter of Magneto and she, she basically shares a power set with mm-hmm. him. So she reaches up and she, with her, like, with I'm her power, she grabs hold <laughs> of, she grabs hold of Saturnine's castle and just like pulls her closer to the ground. <laughs> And all the people inside the castle are, like, freaking out. And Saturnine's like, that's hilarious. <laughs> so she so she goes and gets involved, and she gives um, she gives both sides of this fight, like, the, a prophecy. Like, hey, there are ten swords on each side of this fight. You need to acquire the ten swords. Come back and see me. We'll have ourselves a little tournament arc. And we'll see who gets to keep, keep Krakoa, essentially. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So then the quest starts to find each of these tin swords on both sides of the playing field. Yeah. And then, but the other thing is because the big reveal that we find out about with the mutants is that when Apocalypse like got stabbed by his children and he's like very much dying and then they bring him back and then you find out like a couple of the other mutants also got injured and like a rock slide. Is that right? Rock slide, uh huh. Yeah, like completely died. In other words, just gets and, chopped in half. Poor guy. Yeah, and so they bring everybody back and to like the healing garden area, whatever, and are working on apocalypse. Well, they find out that because of it being otherworld and stuff, and there's just like the multiverse playing into effect of things. If you die not like on Earth, like you might come back different. Yeah, like they they bring Rock Slide back, and they find out when they bring him back. His like basically like his his memory backup yeah, essentially sh- got corrupted when he mm-hmm. died specifically in Otherworld, um, because his memory basically became like the combined the memory of yeah. sorts of mm-hmm. every rock slide like in the Omniverse. Yeah. Um, so when they brought him back, he was just this like he was himself, but he he wasn't who he used to be because he was basically every version in mm-hmm. the Omniverse of himself at the same time. So he didn't have memories of his friends. He didn't, like, he knew who he was, like, his powers and stuff. But he just, he didn't have memories of Krakoa or anything yeah. like that. But he didn't have memories of anything specific. And, you know, mm-hmm. his personality's not quite, like, what everybody yeah. else remembers. So it just, it really just destroys who he used to be. So they're like, okay, well, we can't, you cannot die in Otherworld. Because mm-hmm. we don't know how you'll come back. And that could be devastating. Yeah. So that plays a big factor being like, and then they have this whole thing where they have to have ten, like the ten swords, and people have to go and mm-hmm. fight in other world. They're like, well, crap! Some of these people are a really big deal. You find out one of them is Cipher, who Cipher, mm-hmm. yeah, Cipher. Okay, I, was, mm-hmm. I don't know why I was blinking out. That was like, <laughs> it's Doug. It's like, yeah, Doug. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I was just really second guessing that for a moment, but yes, like he he's he's like the translator. He's the voice for Krakoa, and he's one of the people that got sent out there. And they're like, "Well, crap, you know, he's such a great fighter. Everybody, you know, he's really going to survive he, this." Poor Doug. He Doug is um Doug is pretty. That's what he has going for him. Um, you know, he he can't and do he can much. Talk His lot, powers yeah. are yeah. He can talk a lot, and he's terrified because now he. He has a sword. He gets a sword from his like techno organic like virusy thing. I don't. It's not the techno organic virus. It's something else. It's oh, is it like the phalanx? Is that what? Yeah, it is? yeah, because it, it's um, uh, his friend warlock. Warlock, yeah, yeah. Um, so he gets a sword, and but then like he doesn't. He's not a sword fighter, and he's hardly a fighter at all. No. So then Miss Magic comes in, and she's like, <laughs> "Well, I'll 
quote unquote train you while we <laughs> hang out and wait for it's everybody like you're else to, to show kill up. Me. <laughs> and she's just like, yeah, because <laughs> that's how war works. <laughs> yeah. And then he finally realizes he's like, wait, you've been holding back this whole time. And she's like, well, you've done a good enough job. I think we'll just like you. You learned a little bit, so I won't like pulverize yeah. you before we go yeah. into this tournament. <laughs> Basically, like I'll pray for you because you're not coming back. <laughs> oh, for sure. Everybody's like, "Well, <laughs> R.I.P. to Doug. <laughs> He's not." Which could pre- present a problem if he dies in another world, and they they may not have a translator for Krakoa anymore. Yeah, which is a which big problem. <laughs> kind of defeats the purpose of having Krakoa. Yeah. So we have Doug. Yes. We have magic. Because mm-hmm. magic immediately was like, oh, I'm in the prophecy. Here's my sword. But bam. Yeah, she's like, bam, I already have it. I know I'm, what's up. Yep. Let's do this. <laughs> uh, so Doug, and we have magic. The The whole event basically revolves around Captain Britain. Mm-hmm. But at this point, she does have her, her brother back. Yes. So he gets powers. I forget what he gets powers from. But he, he... becomes Captain Avalon. Yeah. Because it was a whole thing like for Merlin. He had the test. It was either the sword or like the amulet. And, like, yeah. the amulet was the thing that gave the Captain Britain powers, but then he chose the sword this time. The, oh, he's the sword ignoring. of might. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he's learning to accept that role and realize that it doesn't have to be this, like, darker role. He's just finding out more who For he sure. is. And you see through that. But, yeah. Well, I love the little, like, squabbling they have about, like, well, I was Captain Britain, so give me the amulet back. And she's like, no, screw you, man. I actually like this. Yes. And he's like, dude, that's not how this works. And she's just like, literally take it from me. Try it. Yep. <laughs> Siblings, for sure. <laughs> Twins. Yes. <laughs> so Doug, Magic, Betsy, and Brian. Mm-hmm. We get this whole thing for Wolverine. <laughs> literally diving into hell mm-hmm. to to talk to uh, Murasame so that he can get the Masamune blade. Mm-hmm. Like diving into literal hell, into the literal lava pits of hell. And he's not do the this. only one there looking for a sword. Oh my gosh. Okay. And I love this dude. Like, he's so cool. <laughs> he's something. That <laughs> he's is so for sure. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> he's one of the most personality a... on that side, I feel oh, like. Oh, for sure. He's like, because so, so Wolverine has his adamantium claws, but this mutant on the Arakan side, he has like adamantium skin, mm-hmm. but he's also like a charmer, you know? He he killed Moore's husband. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's oh he's awful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and he can charm anybody out of anything. Like he can talk his way through anything. And if and if, if that doesn't work, which it always works, he can just kill them. So it's a win win for him, you know. <laughs> yeah, he used Wolverine to also get to uh, Masamune, and they both got Murasame blades. Life was good mm-hmm. for them. He'll come back later. I love like the deal he made with Wolverine to like get out of hell. Oh my gosh. When it came back later on, I was like, yeah. what? Like, that's cool. Um, ho- I mean, hilarious in a bad way, but that's some cool well, writing. It was only hilarious because Saturnine was like, okay, that's I'll cool. Allow it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that woman. Okay. But that's that's a different conversation. That's. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We'll get to that after we name all of our yeah. mutants, our, all our so, so sword peeps. Wolverine is number five. Mm -hmm. um obviously apocalypse yes because he's like the leading captain like he's there for this Mm -hmm. we have an interesting one which is storm oh right storm yeah for sure which and you know i love that story where (sighs) she goes to like get her sword i love that that was such a good story it's so hard too it's like heartbreaking for her like everybody involved in this situation too Mm -hmm. because there's just 
so much misunderstanding, but also understanding. Because her whole thing is like, which was interesting because it plays into where she has to go get a sword, but it's not her sword to take. Mm -hmm. It's in Wakanda. Yeah. She's taking like the most ancient blade of Wakanda used by the founder of Wakanda, Mm -hmm. the guy who like found um, vibranium and like learned how to use its properties and mine it and stuff like the original king. Uh, Yeah. It was his sword, and she goes in, you know, because, you know, in in the comics, her and Black Panther used to be married. Mm -hmm. Civil War. Was it Civil War? I thought it was. That kind of put an end to that. I thought it was with the Phoenix Force or something. I don't know. I can't remember the specifics. It's been a while. they've been through a lot of things. Yeah. yeah. Well, because their relationship is romantic, but also very political. And, Mm -hmm. you know, they both are very strong-willed individuals, and they got to do what's best for and they respect everybody each around other so them much. yeah oh mm-hmm. oh yeah like nothing gets in the way of it's not nothing's personal if it doesn't need to be yeah. but you know she goes in and she goes um i request a sword and in the queen and shuri are like you tell us what you need and it's yours like yeah we're like if we, we gotta make you, you something yeah. we'll mm-hmm. make you something and she's like well i need i need a, a specific sword mm-hmm. and then they're, they're still like name it like yeah anything in our vaults is yours and then she's like, okay, well, I need this specific one. And they're like, get out. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, like without T- T'Challa being here, we can't say yeah. yes to that because you understand the, gra- the gravity. So she's got to steal it. Yeah. Well, and the queen also is kind of like, I would kind of give it to you. Everybody would hate me, but also I'm not the one in charge. So for sure, have like, to wait it has to come T'Challa from the king. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, I'm on a time, like... I got a time, time limit going limit, on yeah. here. Yeah. So then she steals it and then mm-hmm. has to fight Wakanda, Shuri, T'Challa. And it just, they had like that civil relationship, the respect for each other. And then that just kind of unfortunately ruined it for the time being because it just. Yeah. It was rough. And I'm just like, really? We had to put Storm in this position? Like that is so sucky for her to get that sword. It is. It is sucky. It is yeah. sucky. But she does make it back. She's got her mm-hmm. sword. She's ready to go. So that's, we've yep. got seven. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Cable. Yes. Cable, Cable with, with his, his like his cool new sword. fun sword. Yeah. I <laughs> know his like know energy sword thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's just like, this is cool. You can kill people. Why not? Let's yeah. do it. But that sword will come in handy later too. Yes. Um, I, and then the, the final person is um, Gorgon, who I think he used to be a villain of sorts. Yeah. I had to um, like his mutant him. power is like I know he hasn't been around for such a long time. His mutant power is basically like Medusa. He can look at you and you turn to stone. But he's also super freaking cool. But he actually comes with two swords and he has lots of experience. Oh, he yeah. has he's like a war on feet. Like he's ready yeah. to go. Mm-hmm. Um he didn't get any kind of pre-story. He just showed up to the party with two swords and he's yes. like I'm ready. So there's only nine combatants, but there's gorgon with two swords which is funny because i think at the beginning he's just like oh so i need to i need to go get those two and he's like peace out y'all and then yeah. he comes back later and he's like i'm ready <laughs> like with yeah, two we're like, like ready we're to like go. oh we don't get to follow you at all like who are you bro you just came out of uh-huh. nowhere <laughs> just popped in popped out yeah which i was surprised but it all fits into saturnine's thing about her, the way she words things her trickiness but i was expecting one other person to show up in this group and they did not Oh, okay. Who did you think? 
I thought Professor X was eventually going to come into play because he had his sword that Magneto made for him. And that, and that oh, the sword. Cerebro sword? Yeah, the one that was that stolen. That was a very, like, that was a very crazy, like, popular thing. at that, mm-hmm. Like, when there was, like, oh, the Ten Swords, who's going to be wielding what sword? And, yeah. like, in X-Force, you have the Cerebro sword, which Magneto made for Professor X after he was, like, assassinated at the very, very beginning. He took that ruined Cerebro helmet and formed it into a sword, said, here you go, protect yourself, dude. Yeah. And then that sword got stolen, and so I thought we were going to have this whole adventure. Yeah, no, no. And people were like, people were just like, oh, okay. Like, (laughs) uh, an event about swords, and that sword has nothing to do with it? Okay, all right then. Yeah. Continue on, I suppose. (laughs) Yeah, it was crazy. That's how I felt, too. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, this was totally setting up a thing where we were going to see, like, Xavier have to actually, like, learn how to fight, like, combat and stuff. And I thought he was going to go get the story, but nope. Okay. I- I'm sure it'll, it should probably pop up later, but I haven't gotten to that yet. So we're just talking. I guess you'll keep on yeah. going. We can talk yeah. about that at a later date, I guess. But yes, for listeners, yeah, does not appear in Tennessee. <laughs> not <Swords>. a thing. <laughs> nope. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Yeah. Well, he probably wouldn't be- Probably would have been too much of a bother for Saturnine anyway. Let's be real here. Because, you know, she had her goal in mind. She, which we'll talk about really what this whole thing was about. She wanted Brian. Yeah, she wants Brian Braddock and like, that's it. That's, yeah, that's it. She wanted her, him to be in love with her and, uh, and then everybody else can continue on. Not a big problem to her. And that she absolutely freaking hates Betsy because Betsy is now Captain Britain. And she's just like, but can you just specifically like give that she's up? a she's a, a woman and a mutant. Yeah. Um because But she's because not her people Brian of like also, yeah. And she's not her Brian, that's for yeah. sure. Like mutants are not popular in Otherworld because like in like Arthurian times, um, they were basically like witches. Mm-hmm. They were hunted like witches. They were actually called witch breed. Mm-hmm. And so she's very like, mm-mm. Not in my like, omniverse. Magic is better. And then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. Like, um, my magic is <laughs> we'll so much more powerful, yeah. even though like tons of mutants like use magic, but okay, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But no, mutants, ew, magic's cool. Brian, I want, Brian needs to be my Captain Britain, not his sister, ew. Like, like I can't do nothing with that. Like, gross. Yeah. I don't swing that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Saturnine apparently does not. <laughs> <laughs> she only has eyes for brian and she's kind of like come on with me this way i want to give you some special presents uh give you a sword because that plays the whole thing and then he's like uh sorry he I'm, like steals I'm it married. from her yeah he he's totally like, he's, go, he's like he's about to like he like she like makes him the sword and like new costume and he's like she oh come here i love you. you so much and she's like oh brian take me and they're like about to kiss and he basically yeah. like throws her on the ground and she's like and he's like betsy move and they like yeah. run out jump out the window together and she's just like yeah, what is like, happening <laughs> she's like betsy it's her she fault got i'm go- yeah yeah because yeah, that's all yeah. betsy's fault <laughs> it's, it's, it's all betsy's fault and she's just like ryan could do no wrong just please yeah <laughs> And he's like, nah, we're past that. I'm married. I have a kid. Like, I'm faithful to my wife. Like, I'm not one of those people. Straight up. Has a wife (laughs) and child. Saturn, I don't care. Yeah. (laughs) Home wrecker. Yeah, she's like, "Mm, we we can can fix that. So just, you know. (laughs) (laughs) And 
And also, like, she's the freaking queen of the Omniverse, okay? There's going to be an infinite number of Bryans. She can go steal one of them from their beds, okay? Like, No, no, no. She wants the one true Brian. <laughs> the one true Brian. Yes. Oh, my God. But, yeah. Which, no, literally the whole entire time, like, she's just messing with everybody. And then every little, every once yeah. in a while, she's kind of like, hey, Brian, mm-hmm. you know. How's it going? How you doing? You want me to help you? You know, you <laughs> He's know like, I can end Ew. all of this if you uh, come live with me forever and we are together That's all you got to do. And he's like, uh, yeah. Which, that plays into a fact with Wolverine just getting outraged by the whole thing and being like. Oh my gosh. He's, he's like, legitimately, go take one for the team. Go, like, hang out with your special lady friend. I would do it. Tell me to do yeah. it. I'll do it right now. And Brian's just like, ew, dude. He's and like, I have just standards. Like, I'm and, married. And Wolverine's <laughs> like, yeah, I don't. Let's go. Like, I don't need to go fight people in this stupid tournament. Like, go give her what and she he's wants. Like, I've been married tons of times before. It's not a problem. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god. Like, <laughs> well, okay, but Wolverine in this whole thing is just the grouchiest <laughs> of grouches, which is on oh, brand. Gee. But like, he is yeah. especially tick this whole event. Um, like I love how oh my gosh Um, like they start they start the event and everybody shows up like let's fight we're gonna do this let's just get this on and Saturnine's like no 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 let's let's eat dinner have a nice fancy nice night of sleep Um, so she prepares this like crazy feast for them but like (laughs) every like new course she serves like something awful dramatic happens like at one point it's such like a soap one, opera like oh was it doug <laughs> doug gets poisoned yeah because wolverine was supposed to eat it and he's like Ooh, wolverine food, was supposed to eat something and doug ate it and then and then he and then he almost dies but one of the arachan mutants brings him back mm-hmm. um thank god for that yeah and all the other arachans they're like what like I'm no like, about why would doug. You do that <laughs> yeah they're like um we could have just had one last person there you didn't have to save him he's like I have a code, people. I have standards. For real. <laughs> standards. Everybody's got standards. Wolverine <laughs> yeah. don't, so. No. And then Wolverine's like, nah, let's just end this thing. Let's kill oh, Saturnine. He, he straight up goes up to Saturnine and just stabs her with his, with her claws. And then she's like, okay. And she gives him that, like, hellish nightmare of what would happen if she actually died. Which would basically, like, be the destruction of Earth. And him being tortured for all of eternity by the Iraq and mutants. And, like, all this other terrible, terrible stuff. Yeah. No, but that's that was such, like, a cliffhanger thing, which is I was glad I was able to read the next one because he stabs her and then, like, that's the end of the issue. Mm-hmm. And then it goes to the next one and was, like, and it talks about, like, well, after this happened, all of this. And then I'm, like, that's a lot of story that just happened very fast. That's like, very confusing. Like, we're skipping. Like, we're moving fast I now. was, like, is this the next <laughs> issue? And then, it, and then it was her being, like, that's what you would do if you would mess with me. So don't do that again. Like, thank God you didn't actually kill me, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she's, like, ha, ha, ha. But hey Brian, um, no, this, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like she, God, she's just she's so worked up this whole thing. Yeah. Um. My okay. So I one of my favorite things about this event is that they introduce um an Iraq. Well, you get the introduction of lots of Iraq and mutants. Um. Mm-hmm. My favorite though, uh, they introduce Iska, the unbeaten. Mm-hmm. Iska is a major character in this, like not only in this event, but like in Iraq in history. Uh, because Iska is the she's Apocalypse's sister-in-law. She's Genesis's sister. Uh, and her mutant gift is that she can't lose. Mm-hmm. Now she is 
she became very infamous in Iraq in history because in the middle of this war that the Iraq mutants were forced to fight on these with these demons, um, there was one day that she just up and left, walked out, just mm-hmm. be- and she went to to join the demon side because her powers told her that like this fight is unwinnable on this side you have to go and fight for the other side and so she did like she doesn't have control over it she has to fight for those who will win mm-hmm. um because she it's not that she's just so good at everything she can't lose she just literally can't lose or that she she has to win no it's that she can't lose um which and they so want to win so yeah of course right and then mm-hmm. they're all like my, <laughs> and during this little <laughs> feast yeah um but then she came back they beat the demons she came back or she, I guess she came back yeah. before they beat the demons. And here she is now. Well, it, at the beginning of this event, um, is it Cable and Magic are like chasing Iska around like two oh, little yes. puppies? Because they heard, they're like, oh, apparently her power is to do this. And they're just like, okay, but what does that mean? Like, they don't they don't want to get something. a tactical yeah. advantage <laughs> over the, her. They're just so enamored. They're like, that is the coolest thing. So they're doing stupid things like dropping a cup. She yeah. pit, she always catches it without dropping a a drop of uh mm-hmm. of liquid and then and then magic drops like four cups at the same time and she gets them all and and then Iska's like if you wanted to know how my power works you can just ask you don't have to trick me into using it and they're just like they look at each other and they're like so let's do it yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so so basically it's just like they just go after her all the time like doing this can you do this how about this. Um, and she just keeps showing them all of these, like, stupid ways that her powers will always, like, kick in. Um, and yeah. they're just, like, in love. <laughs> they're like, this is the coolest thing ever. <laughs> but Iska will continue to be a player moving forward um, in, in in really interesting ways, too. Um, she's such a cool character. Did, did you have a favorite, like, Iraqi mutant? <sighs> I don't know if I really had a favorite one. I think... A lot of them are pretty interesting, and it was really interesting to learn about them. Mm-hmm. Some of them are pretty crazy. Like, we get into Doug gets married. Oh, my God. <laughs> which, which <laughs> well, we'll save that for a minute, I think. Yes, yes. <laughs> we'll, we'll hold that for a minute. But, no, I just was remembering part because the whole dinner thing was a disaster. And at one point, then, like, everybody starts fighting, and then you just have at the table apocalypse across from his wife oh <laughs> apocalypse and genesis are just staring at each other just yeah. like having dinner staring at each other yeah and then there's a moment where he goes i see you did well with the children <laughs> she says i did my best <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yep it's so great oh she's so snarky <laughs> mm-hmm. i mean she's a lot more than snarky but <laughs> <laughs> But for real, but I mean, then I mean, she's literally like, you know, well, I was left all alone. Like nobody else was helping raising these children. Like I cared for everybody. <laughs> like later on, she's yeah, like, right. you know, she's like, I was fighting and taking care of children. What were you doing? What were you doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so anyway, so like the dinner, because we'll get to we'll get back to Doug in just a couple minutes. But we have to talk about. So the dinner goes how a dinner goes in that situation. Just chaos, but... Oh, and they serve unicorn. That was so strange. They serve, like, the main course, they they, they serve unicorn. And Wolverine is just eating that up. He's like... Yeah, he's just like, he's yes. like, that sounds good. Let's do it. But there's so many people yeah. who are absolutely, like, appalled. 
Like, I can't eat that. Like, what is wrong yeah. with you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my god. Like, because a lot of people are like, isn't that, like, bad luck to, like, eat a unicorn? And Wolverine's like, um, it's really tasty, so I'm going to just yeah. keep eating <laughs> the food. And then Saturnine's like, okay, everybody, time to go to bed, get some time rest, for bed. be ready to kill each other in the morning. It's going to be so much fun. And so, you know, because she gets to choose how all these fights start. And let me tell you, this uh, whole event is not how I think most people think would it would oh, go down. It's, except for the see, very I first thought it fight. Was, <laughs> except for the very first Well, that was that was a whole thing, too. Yes. Like, I always imagine, like, tournament style, like, Dragon Ball, you know, two people come in and, you know, knock out or knock each other out of the stage, you know, whatever. Uh, no. Yeah. Not yeah, like, at all. Each issue is just, a, like just staring at each other opponents just page after page just some long anime fight no this is not it <laughs> no this is because it's saturnine and she like the the method of fighting is different every single time and like the the target goal is different every single time everything is different but the thing is from fight to fight to fight to fight to fight saturnine always makes the rules in favor of arako Mm-hmm. like not even like well this gives them an edge like just flat out mm-hmm. like oh arakans arakans won because i said this and technically they did that and you didn't like they got four points this time or so. well she does that later it's for, actually that's for yeah the, like Krakoa, it's but, so yeah. it's she is so like so biased because if because if arakans win it's easier for her to take brian mm-hmm. and it's just it makes you so like you're reading and like and this is this is reflected in in the story too like all of the Kirkoan mutants are like pissed yeah um and it, you get mad too like you're reading like that is not that is messed up yeah that first fight i was furious and i'm like oh my yes, gosh of course it would go down that way Saturday so we had how dare Is- you iska versus betsy mm-hmm. the unbeatable mutant Versus the person that Saturnine hates above all else. The most, yes. And it was it like one sword strike? Like their swords yeah. came into contact once and then Betsy shattered like a mirror. Like just mm-hmm. gone. And just like on the ground in pieces. And Saturnine's like, yeah. well, guess we're done with that. You know, Arako cool. one, point, Kokoa zero. Point for Arako. Like, let's clean up this mess. And, and everybody's just like jaws up on the ground. <laughs> like, oh my God. Yeah. And Brian is Ugh. like, what the freaking heck did you do to my sister? Bring her back, you fool. Like, <laughs> I thought you wanted Ugh. me. Like, <laughs> yeah, serious. Like, this is not the way to do that. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, they literally clean up Betsy. And then, yeah, she's gone. Sweep now. her up into a dustbin, throw it away. Yeah. Well, not quite. Well, of course. Not quite. Because yeah. comic <laughs> Not books. quite. Yes. But that's later. <laughs> yeah. And then we have the second fight, which is Cypher versus bay the blood moon mm-hmm. which i thought it was funny that her name was bay yeah i just like i was just reflecting more on that and i was like oh my gosh and cypher's like i'm not ready to die yet basically be like help me because then uh magic comes and she's like why are you like putting on different clothes because he gets taken away to a different area and he's like i don't know and she's like well, this is kind of a weird way for you to die, but have fun with that. And then they're like, oh, crap, he's going to a wedding. He's getting married <laughs> to Bay." <laughs> oh, yeah, the fight the fight was trial by wedding, um, mm-hmm. in which case they were to be wed. And there was a ceremony and everything. And yeah, but the, the interesting thing is Bay's power. Yes, is she's like um, Black Bolt. 
where her voice, she can talk and her voice, they do the same thing, basically. Mm-hmm. But also, like, she doesn't speak in a language. Yeah. Um, it's, she, she does she not she's speak in a... She thinks she's speaking in something, yeah. Yeah, she, now, like, when she talks, she thinks she's talking, you know, but people can't, uh, they don't understand her. But also, she doesn't talk all that much because she might kill everybody. Mm-hmm. So Cypher, they they have to give each other, like, vows. <laughs> and, like, while she's giving her vows, Cypher's, like, listening. And, you know, Cypher's power is to understand every language, regardless of... It could be body language. It could be anything, any other alien anything. language. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, but Cypher's just staring at her, just mesmerized this whole time because he cannot understand her. Mm-hmm. And he just thinks that's the coolest thing on the planet. Yeah. Um. So he's, he's like, just kind love. of like... <laughs> Yeah, he's in love with her because he's like, I can, like, we can figure out this weird, like, non-language you have. But she's also, she looks down at him because she's, like, eight feet tall. And she looks down at him and she's basically like, I love you. You are mine. And if anything ever happens to you, I'll kill everybody. Like, <laughs> I'll, I will cut this world in half if anybody ever touches you. She's, like, immediately just claims him. Um, and he's like, that's really cool. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's like, like okay. he's like that was easy. Um, yeah, so they do. Like, they, wasn't expecting this, but cool. Yeah, yeah, right. He, Cipher gets to leave with a life. How how neat is yeah. that? Um, <laughs> yeah. But they both get a point for that because they both got married. So life, they both win. <laughs> they both pass the test. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, let's see, the third test we have um, magic fighting versus uh, an Arakan mutant called Pog or Pog, <laughs> who's like a giant like alligator dude, kind of. Mm-hmm. But he has like four arms, I think, and like four swords. But to her, she's, you know, it's magic. She's rabid. She's like, yes, <laughs> like this is going yes. to be amazing. But then Saturnine's like, lol, actually, um, you don't get to use your swords. <laughs> um, it's a it's a contest. I, I said it's a contest of arms and not swords. Yeah. So you don't get to fight like that. Um, so, so magic has to not use her swords, which normally she doesn't care because it's she'll like scratch anybody's eyes out but pogger pog is also like 15 feet tall and a giant four-armed alligator but she does win the fight well not the first one the first one it's an arm wrestling tournament oh i forgot about that (laughs) oh crud (laughs) oh and that he like decimates her he she's like three two one go kabam yeah (laughs) yeah just destroys everything and magic's just sitting there just like I'll kill you. (laughs) She's like, this was so stupid. This is not what I was prepared for. Thought we were fighting with our swords. Which then it goes crazy for then being like, you know, the swords become irrelevant pretty much like after that point, it feels like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now we go. Now we're going down. We're going down the looking glass now. Like things are messed up. This the the fourth fight is actually it's Storm versus Wolverine. Yes. Because, well, Saturn, I never said you could you only had to fight. Um, you know the other, uh, yeah. but and they were their their contest is a contest is a drinking contest essentially, mm-hmm. and they're given some like crazy uh some crazy other world liquor to drink really causes consequences later. Yeah, they sit down and they're like that that's the rules that's it we're like the two mutants that can drink like forever and yeah. also like we've known each other forever like we're the best of friends let's do this and they just start drinking and just chatting and having a wonderful time and like whoever passes out first i guess like yeah they're like how long do but we go? krakoa yeah. gets the point regardless so the krakoa does get the point 
But in the very, very next fight, it's so solemn, who is the guy who Wolverine had to like fight with the swords about, like who went to hell with him. And remember, he called in that favor or he he has that favor that Wolverine owes him for getting him Mm -hmm. out of hell. Um, Solemn is fighting war and Solemn and war have some history because Solemn killed war's husband. Mm-hmm. So War is just absolutely ready to like destroy this man. She's like, "We still get the point, and I get to kill you." Oh, this is amazing! <laughs> yeah. And Solemn kind of puts his hand up, and he's like, "Hang tight, I'm actually going to uh like turn in my Call favor and yeah. set like I'm gonna switch places with Wolverine for this fight." And Saturnine's like, "Okay, I'll allow it." <laughs> So Wolverine, who is just absolutely drunk, just flat out wasted, Mm -hmm. gets thrown into this fight versus war of all people. And I think she like cuts his head off or something. She wins the point, doesn't she? She like she wins the round. Yeah. Well, because you find out like, like he got so drunk, like and Storm got drunk too. And it like actually like affected them. Like it affected his abilities. Yeah. Yeah. He couldn't. It kind of took away their powers a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, you know, more Saturnine silliness. Mm hmm. So, so the Krakoan mutants are especially angry now. If they weren't before, they are now. And very much losing. (laughs) Very much losing. Oh, it's, it's. And then it gets crazier. The other shenanigans, the other tournament things. (laughs) Uh-huh. Well, we go we go back into another magic fight, and she goes back yes. up against Pog or Pog, because mm-hmm. again, all I never said only pe- people can only fight once. Yeah, it's whatever I want. <laughs> now they have to fight without their swords, and Magic does pull this one off. She beats him. Yeah, that's a fun one. Mm-hmm. And then in the next one, we have War versus Cable, Captain Avalon, so Brian and Gorgon, mm-hmm. and basically the goal is to torture each other. And who can, like, survive the longest being tortured? Well, uh, War wins. Mm-hmm. And she gets... Does she get three points from that? Probably, yeah. I, 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 like, lost... I, yeah, I lost track it's a of mess. all the, the messy points she just kept whipping out to everybody. Because then there's, like, some scenes where you're just, like, looking and you're staring. And you're like, wait, this was... This is how they're competing against each other. Because, yeah, some of these fights go by, like, literally in a panel. Yeah, like, there's an Like, you kind of see what's... There's an eating contest. There's a, like a fashion a show. Race. Like the one <laughs> yeah. the, oh my gosh, the fashion show was amazing. First like, off, like Storm was killing um, it, and then Wolverine was behind her, being like, "I hate this. I hate everything." Yeah. And then Krakoa didn't. Even, I don't think they even got the point for that. And I was like, "Are you kidding me?" Storm was rocking it out there. <laughs> it was yeah. There was some other stupid Saturnine's like bias. wordplay yeah. issue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Now Krakoa gets a few points, but they. Man, it's rough though. It's rough. Well, because they, it's a big sacrifice. Because isn't it with Gorgon? Oh, at the very, very end, we do get a ton of points. Then, but I'm checking there to see if there's any like other major ones. There is the next Wolverine fight where he fights the Summoner, who oh, is yeah. Apocalypse's grandson. Um, and they're basically kind of like thrown into this like other world place yeah. where they fall. Yeah, they fall from like universe to universe to universe to you know as they're fighting and they can both they're both similar in that they can just kind of like take a hit and then keep on going whether they're like healing or what have you um but the fight is to the death Mm -hmm. and wolverine does eventually when he kills the summoner 
Um, and Saturnine says, um, the fight was to the death, and I do believe that the summoner died. So he won. So point to them. And But that was a whole problem because now Wolverine has killed Genesis's grandson and War's mm-hmm. son. Um, so War has lost her husband and her son. Yeah. So she's, you know, she's a little upset. But then later on, you get um, Storm fighting Death, um, which is an which amazing they fight. Together they that. dance together. They dance together. Yes. Um, like, there's a lot of chemistry between them. And because she mm-hmm. understands Death, she under she's not a stranger to it. She does not fear Death. Mm-hmm. And Death just finds that absolutely amazing. Just like, yeah. it's too bad we're in a fight right now because... <laughs> Because like, we, we have some we chemistry have a together, yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, he um he loses that fight. She comes out of it, and she doesn't have her powers during this fight either, because no. of the alcohol that she's being affected by. So it kind of turns into like a knife fight of sort. Mm-hmm. Um, so she wins, and then yeah, that kind of leads us into the big fight near the end. Um, you have the White Sword versus Gorgon. Now, Gorgon, of, is a, he's a master of war. He can fight any fight with his two swords. But the white sword, he's an interesting one. His sword can summon, um, basically, he can summon a hundred other people. Mm-hmm. Like, they're basically like his slaves, kind of. And they're, like, they're, they're spirits, but they're, they're still people. He can summon a hundred of them. But when he, they like, die, back to, yeah. he can bring, the, like, the next day, like... Mm-hmm. Like once the day passes, he can bring them all back. So Gorgon actually fights this fight and he kills like tons of them. Mm-hmm. And Saturnine is like, okay, a point for every one you kill. Mm-hmm. But then um, so Krakoa finally die. starts yeah. to rack up points, but then Gorgon mm-hmm. did get killed. He gets stopped because yeah. White Sword realizes what's happening. He's like, oh, well, I better go fight you myself then. Um, <laughs> otherwise, you're going to get more points. And then the White Sword does win. That was such a good fight, though. Mm-hmm. And then that leads us into the final of Genesis versus Apocalypse. Which was inevitable, yes. Which was inevitable. And it is... that. Well, that's kind of where everything... That's like the finale. Yes. You have Genesis. We haven't really talked about this, but Genesis is not really herself in this situation. Mm-hmm. Because she has this mask. She has the Annihilation mask, which is like a whole other entity. Um, and that entity kind of grants her power, like extra power, in order to win. That's how she ended up winning the Iraqi versus Demon War, because she got her hands on the Annihilation Mask and put thoughts in her head like, oh, we need to go conquer Otherworld. We're going to go take Krakoa back. You know, he it kind of like fueled her into doing all of this stuff. And it gives her control over, I thought, I thought it gave her control over like demons or something too. It does. Because because Annihilation was was on the side of the demons. Like I don't know mm-hmm. if he was like the head of the demonic army, but he was he was there. So she basically took over that entire army on top of having her mutant army. Um, which is like where the pow- the problem lies because now she's just gonna sick all of the demons onto Earth, basically. Mm-hmm. So Apocalypse and her are duking it out. He realizes the annihilation mask is a problem. Mm-hmm. It kind of it it really escalates from there. Um, I don't remember exactly what causes it, but Annihilation and Apocalypse are fighting and, like, everybody gets involved. Yeah, because, well, I think it's still, like, fighting in the background, but he does take the mask and he, I think he wants wants to try to destroy it, but then, like, the the mask, like, forces itself on him. Yeah, but then, like, his will is so strong that he overpowers the mask to some degree. 
Yeah, and that he, like, admits defeat to Saturnine. But yes, everybody does get involved because everybody didn't just starts fighting because, like, this is... Some people just can't not fight. So we kind of go back to the beginning where it's just an all-out fight of one versus the other. Yeah. <laughs> one side of the f- war versus the other. Um, But at that same time, like, they're fighting, like, you know, it, it is what it is. But at the same time, Gene and Scott are yes. back, like... In on Earth, like in the real world, and they had been they had been working with Cable to track down like this space station thing. Like there was like this kind of subplot that was happening where they mm-hmm. needed Cable's sword to power this thing, but they didn't know what it was. They were like, "There's something up is over here, like that is important." Um, and Cable uses his sword to like to turn on the space station, but the space station was like infested by this like multiversal kind of. Uh, type of like parasite like yeah. artificial intelligency parasite mm-hmm. and so what they do they use they get together with magic telepathically and they they take this the station i love this is like <laughs> the this is like the huge like oh my god finale of everything yeah magic opens up a portal into other world which is not supposed to be a thing that's supposed to be allowed um and mm-hmm. through the portal gene and scott bring in the sword station, mm-hmm. all of it, it's huge. It's a space station. This is not yeah. a small little satellite. They bring it in and through that same portal, like every mutant from Kakoa just piles in because they're like, we're going to fight the fight too. And it's this huge, like, it's like the uh, it's like at the end of Endgame where everybody's mm-hmm. coming in through the portals. It's like that moment, but with all the mutants. Yeah. Which, side note, we forgot to mention the other subplot that kind of helps build up on that. It has to deal with Mr. Sinister. Oh, his... the Hellions? Hellions. <laughs> yes. The failed, uh, the failed mission. <laughs> oh my gosh, so failed. Because Mr. Sinister decides, you know, like, while they're, like, getting all the swords Why together, play fair can... when you can play dirty? <laughs> yeah, like, let's, like, let's steal all the swords from... Like Arako, and then they can't fight. If or they don't have their swords, they can't fight, and therefore will win by default. It'll work out just fine. <laughs> and the Quiet Council's like, "Okay, so sounds like you're re- leading that group." And he was like, "Uh, no. Well, <laughs> I have my other people in charge." <laughs> so, so they they vote. They vote to allow this mission to like be a thing. And Sinister's yeah. like, "Excellent, excellent." So he's like, "I'll form a team. Um, it'll be awesome." But then, like. On his team, he has Havoc, who is Scott's brother, but also, like, they would have to bring, like, Polaris with them, or something about, something like that, and, um, you know, Polaris is Magneto's daughter, and then somebody's like, well, since we're, you know, we're doing this, so you should probably lead the team, right? Was that Exodus, I think, who said that? Yeah, and then Um, everybody was like, yup, raise of hands, um, (laughs) show of hands. And and Sinister's (laughs) like, wait, I didn't say anything about that, that's not how this is working, and so they go to vote on that again, and like, it was like a 50-50 vote, and Sinister's like, oh, thank God, like, oh my God, like, that almost went really bad for me, and then he makes some hateful comment that Polaris is a bad influence on Havoc. And he doesn't, he doesn't want, I don't need those kids hanging out with each other. And Magneto's like, you know what? I changed my vote. And he raises yes. his hand. <laughs> so Sinister like, has to lead yes. the, lead the, lead his team into Otherworld. And remember, the thing with Otherworld is if they die there, mm-hmm. which for Sinister, that's a big deal. <laughs> yeah. Because he has plans. Yes. And he fights with one and of his clones. And also doesn't like to get his before. hands dirty, so. Yeah, no. They do. And- <laughs> he makes a clone. Yeah, he makes a clone to send the clone off in his place, but the clone is like, uh, 
that's stupid. Like, why do I have to do that? Um, so they end up playing born. rock, paper, scissors. I need to scissors. adjust the life. Yeah. yeah, seriously. Like, I can't just go off and do that. So they play rock, paper, scissors to see who has to go. And the actual Mr. Sinister has to go. <laughs> yeah. And then he loses his cape and he gets moody about that in Otherworld. The clone, the clone takes the cape. Yep. Um, so he can, like, be the main Mr. Sinister while actual Sinister is gone. So, yeah, he's all crabby about that because he doesn't like to be seen without it because he, he dresses better than that, okay? Mm-hmm. He thinks people are, like, judging him the whole time. He's just like, yeah. listen, I promise, I look so much better usually. <laughs> yeah. So then his, yeah, with the Hellions and, which is the whole team we talked about in our last episode, too. A mess of a team, interesting, with Psylocke oh. at the lead and them all just going together and then... That story becomes a mess and failed. Like, they get lost. They, yeah, they got to go through other world to get to, like, the other universes. And that's a thing. And something with a horse. <laughs> yeah, because um, Jamie gets involved. It was a Jamie, horse. It was yeah. Saturnine's horse and, like, this whole and thing. And Jamie stole it and, like, gave it to Sinister as a gift. So then they get, like, arrested Attacked for by, having yeah. Saturnine's horse and... But they they get to where they're going. They do eventually make it out, and but then they get stopped mm-hmm. by Tarn the Uncaring. Mm-hmm. Is that right? And his like yeah, messed up. He's like he's like the Iraq and Mister Sinister kind yeah. of. Yeah, he has like specially created mutants to be like perfect, and mm-hmm. you know he 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 does. He's the geneticist, just like Sinister, but like he's a uh, he's better at it. <laughs> And when Minister Sinister meets him, it's like, oh, he's like, we should be best friends. Like, yeah. why do we have to fight about this? And Tarn's just like, who are you again? And you he like six. <laughs> yeah, he six his team on Sinister's team. And it is not a fight at all. Like, yeah. no. Well, like a couple of them survive. But then he's like, I see special mutants. I want their DNA. So he mm-hmm. sends his little bots mm-hmm. and like secretly. And then. Doesn't he, because I think he also gets injured or something like that. It's a very weird situation. And he, like, tells Psylocke to take it back, but then he ends up betraying his team and killing everybody else that's left. It's, it's such a weird, it's, yeah. yeah, it's all just, it's really just set up for later. Um, But it is such a weird thing, because, like, he, like, takes Mr. Sinister and, like, gets into his head, like, takes his brain out to, like, do something with it, puts it back in his head. So he, like, sews him, like, sews him back up. It's it's so weird, and it, it eventually they they don't um succeed in stealing the other team's sword. Like they don't get anywhere close to that because they're stopped by Tarn. Yeah. Um. So they just kind of some of them die, some of them get a, get away, or do only Mister Sinister survives. He kills the rest of his team, and he was like, they oh, murdered right. everybody, and he's still okay yeah. with his DNA, and he's like, save me, help me, we can't go there, we need to destroy the portal, nothing can get in, because... That's right, yeah, they got back yeah. through, the, like, right through the portal to Krakoa, and right on the other side of the gate, he just kills everybody else. Yeah. Because he didn't want them to, like, remember mm-hmm. what had happened. Um, that's right, I forgot about that. Yeah, so then he can really twist his story and really try to, like, mm-hmm. manipulate the council, which adds to the end part, which is, like, nobody, like, they wanted to destroy the portal in a way, and, like, but Scott's the one who argues, like, no, we are heroes. We need to save, these are my friends and family, like, we need to go fight, and everybody's kind of like, well, dude, you're, like, on your own, because we already said, like, when you guys die over there, like, you're, like, not coming back. I'm not sending mm-hmm. anybody, and he's like, well, I'm going, and Gene goes, Did and I'll go. able to- Oh, and and Jean yeah. leaves the Quiet Council too. She's like, 
Yes. She's like, I, I mean, if I go with him, then it, it doesn't make any sense for me to be in this position of power, especially if I don't come back. So I'll go ahead and resign. And yeah, they go off on their little side adventure. Well, and Kurt really wanted to, but Jean was like, no, Kurt, I'm no, sorry. No, you stay. You need to stay there. You're, you're like the voice of reason. Like, we need you mm-hmm. here. Like, you have a purpose there. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going. But then they do, they get a lot of other mutants to come. So, like, a lot of other people are like, heck yeah, so we want to save everybody. And that's when we get the cool moment of everybody yes. coming at the end. But yeah, there's yes. those little interesting things that happen in between. It's like, hmm. Mm-hmm. It's and it's all, it's all going places, too. Yeah. Uh, especially with Mr. I'll Sinister. Be- uh, I'll believe it. Uh-huh. <laughs> he is trouble. And, but you know the what? Worst. It's like he's the he is the worst trouble, but he's so entertaining at the same time. Um, so like we want him to succeed to some degree. Mm-hmm. To some degree. Mm-hmm. Nope, sorry. Oh, I, I mean, he just, might be well, funny sometimes. Mm, no. Wait mm-hmm. wait till you see what he does. <sighs> wait till you see what he does. Um we'll get there yeah. someday. But anyway, back to our fight. All the mutants arrive. The sword station is there. Um, through the sword station, they like they reactivate like those parasite peoples um, mm-hmm. and sick them on the demons. They're like go forth. <laughs> oh yes. Um, and the Arakan mutants are like, um, excuse me, <laughs> like that's like, not uh, cool. What's happening? Yeah. And then, <laughs> goodbye to them. <laughs> we basically, uh, Betsy comes back. Um, well, no, not quite. You have to remind me. So then Saturnine's like, okay, because then she sees she has a basket and she has a basket of all these like like pieces. These like and shards, like, yeah. Shards. And she's putting it all together, but she thinks by completing it, she's doing some type of ritual. And I was like, oh, so she saved it. So she actually does care about Betsy. But what she was hoping what she was creating was the new Captain Britain, which would be her love yeah which would be brian but it ended up still being betsy and she's like what the freaking heck no but it's just an image and it calls forth the captain britain corps so all the other the 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 remade captain britain corps yeah because she had she had a bunch of them like imprisoned because she didn't because they weren't like chosen by the amulet yeah so she Mm -hmm. didn't think they were like real like they're they're heretics they're not they were not chosen. They like stole that power. And like the original one had like been destroyed quite a while back. And so Brian was the only one at the time. But then yeah. this whole like ritual or whatever she did restored it. And it was all these like kind of versions per se of Betsy. So they all came back except for Betsy, except for our original Betsy at this time, mm-hmm. which is unknown what's happening with that to be continued. But yeah, then they all come and fight and help other world and our Krakoan peeps and everybody. And Bay, Bay, yes, Bay switches sides so that she yes. can stay with Cipher. Well, she tries to like pick Cipher up and run away with him. <laughs> She's and like, be like, no, Bye. no, we're not fighting. We're like, we're married, dude. We're gonna go like yeah. live happily ever you. after. Yeah. And he's like, but my friends. Yeah. Can we like? like I gotta the save other people. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the thing is, too, is, like, everybody else can, like, kind of understand her, except for Cypher. Yeah. So it's except also kind for of funny. Cypher. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And they're like, okay, cool. Thanks for helping us. But, yeah, comes to a very messy ending. Because that, then that's the whole time with, like, Apocalypse has, like, the Annihilation mask. But then he, like, tells Saturday, like, uh, I admit defeat, like, I yield or whatever. And mm-hmm. then they're, and then he's like, okay. Or Saturday's like, okay, I guess, you know, Krakoa kind of wins or whatever. 
but to make this thing like a real thing, we need one person from each side to go live with the other side. And they're like, why? To like make sure that we like stay friendly and and yeah. stuff like that. So Apocalypse is like, cool, I'll go I'll go live with them so I can like be with my wifey. I'll do that. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, but like in my place, I'm gonna switch place with all of Araco. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> Araco's a mutant. Yeah. And Saturnine's like, hmm, you know, she's like, I that's accept that. the thing. Yeah. yeah. She's like, I wasn't predicting that, but I'll I'll take it. Good job. Well played, Apocalypse. Well played. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so and so basically, like, so Araco gets put back on Earth. All of the mutants who live on Araco are also on Earth. Mm-hmm. Um, but Apocalypse stays with his wife and kids, and they're going back to like the demon realm kind of place. Mm-hmm. That's where they're going to go, and um, Apocalypse kind of gets a happily ever after in a way. Mm-hmm. Now, he's not gone by any means, but, you know, he's going to go stay with them for a while. Um, but now, the island of Krakoa and the island of Arako, they get to kind of be back together again. Yeah. Yeah. But now Earth has a, a whole new race of mutants to contend with, and they are bloodthirsty because they have a whole culture based off of war, and they don't know how to live outside of that but that's a problem saved for another day (laughs) yes so much build up but yes Mm -hmm. all for another day and then it still becomes a question at the end of what happened to betsy where is she because clearly she must be out there somehow it's still another thing for another day yep another thing and brian still being like "Mm." well and that's also something that saturnine has to deal with too she's like well crap I guess Captain Britain, I guess, actually is Betsy. Darn it. My plan failed. And mm-hmm. she can't change that. Nope. Not even with her power. Too bad, lady. Too bad, crazy lady. Yeah, right. <laughs> Get over <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, uh-huh. Bessie will come back. And Brian's going to be like, um, peace out now. I'm going to go be with my actual wife and child. Not with you, Saturnine. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Brian. <laughs> to put up with so much crap. Oh my gosh. I think, but then he's also, because his role now, he's like serving his brother because he's like kind of becoming the protector mm-hmm. and like, and I'm like, oh boy, that's a whole handful. Brian is just going from one unique person to the next to be with. So. Oh yeah. Help yeah. <laughs> he's doing something completely new. Mm-hmm. So this, yeah, kind of very chaotic. Lots of very interesting things happen in this whole Ten of Swords. It's, it's a strange time. <laughs> It is a strange time, but, like, the art for this event, though, is so good. Like, every single issue is just, ugh, it makes me happy. They are very addictive, though, because you want to know, like, what craziness is going to happen next. Like, what is Mm -hmm. happening? Like, how does this end type thing? It's it's a ride, yes. (laughs) Yeah, and that's, we don't, we don't get another event for a little bit, um, but that is, that is essentially the end of Dawn of X. The yes. first major like saga in the Krakoan era has come to an end with the end of Ten of Swords. Mm-hmm. So now, now we get to relive, or I get to relive, and you get to read up on yes. um, mm-hmm. the next saga, which is the Reign of X. Yes, and there's some there's some big stuff coming down the line for Reign of X. We're heading into uh, we're going to be heading into the first ever Hellfire Gala. Which is, mm-hmm. you know, if you know what the Met Gala is, um, it's similar. <laughs> <laughs> it's similar, this is but Emma's show. But cool. Yes. Oh, this is 
the rest of everything is Emma's show. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm looking forward to it. This is gonna. Oh, it's amazing. Uh huh. But you know, we have the introduction of like some really excellent books. Some characters really get just an amazing time to shine. Um, It's Mm -hmm. it's just a good. It Reign of X is an excellent time. Um, So listeners, we really hope that you have enjoyed our our roundabout summary yes. of dawn of x um and yes. i we hope that you stick around to listen for our next episode which will be uh the, about the first half or so of mm-hmm. the reign of x so going from yes. the beginning hopefully to to the end of the first hellfire gala yes so this will do it for this episode listeners yeah like we said we hope you enjoyed it um if you're enjoying our x-men content make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss out on an episode and as always uh, you can follow along on our social media facebook twitter instagram at pod demastered feel free to also send us an email at demasteredpodcast at gmail.com because you know you can let us know your thoughts of what you think of the Krakoan era who are your favorite characters what are your favorite moments what parts are just so absolutely ridiculous let us know we'd love to hear from you guys so that'll do it for this week's episode and so thanks so much for listening and we hope you tune in to the next one see ya